Hi and welcome to uh, Business Insights. Uh, my name is Nobelin Chirabo and uh, I'm here to inspire you, motivate you so you can actualize your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, but also to actualize your business acumen. So for the last uh, close to five years, I've spent a lot of time in the early startup phase, uh, working with entrepreneurs, training, coaching, supporting, right from uh, business ideation into validation, prototyping, registration, pre-acceleration, and now into acceleration. And so the things I share in the business insights, these are relevant issues that I've seen entrepreneurs uh, grapple with. These are challenges that our leaders in the early startup phases also struggle with. And so that is the background from which I come. And being able to share these experiences, being able to share these tools in a way that enables you as an entrepreneur, as a leader to actually find solutions, to actually be able to work past some of the challenges that you deal with on a regular or ongoing basis. So today, I want to share with you about building a strong business culture. Now, every entrepreneur, every uh, founder, every CEO, every proprietor, one of their deepest uh, aspirations, their deepest desire is to see their their dream become a reality, to see their business grow, to see their organization scale and be exactly what they aspire for it to become. And one of the common frustrations for early startup entrepreneurs, as they get into a phase of starting to scale or at a point where as an entrepreneur, as a founder, you want to begin to step back a little bit, you want to begin to step out a little bit. And so you want your team to be able to run and to effectively deliver with or without you. And that's a very good place to be in for an entrepreneur. However, one of the challenges that most entrepreneurs face is the fact that every time they step away from their business, it seems like the culture, the quality just goes down. And it can be very frustrating because as an entrepreneur, you don't want to get the feeling that everything about your business depends on you or everything about your company depends on you. You want to be able to build systems that can run without you. However, that doesn't happen in a vacuum. So how do you build a strong business culture or a strong organizational culture? Again, for most people, when they think about uh, business or organizational culture, they think about the, um, the writing on the wall. They think about the values. They think about the mission statement, the vision statement. And the reality is people don't do what's on the wall. People do what they're convinced about. So a good place to start with uh, understanding your business culture or your organizational culture is to think about a business you admire. Think about an organization you admire. One of those businesses or organization where you've gone to and it left a lasting impression on, on you because probably everybody in right from the uh, front desk or right from the get man, you know, you kind of found a consistent pattern, a consistent culture, a consistent way of doing things. And you almost want to stop and wonder how is it done? Now, sometimes it's a business and, and you're going to do this business and you're thinking, how can everyone have the same attitude? How can everyone uh, almost have the same kind of energy? Because at the end of the day, they're different people. They're different personalities. But in that moment, it feels like everyone is just exactly the same. Or you've gone to an organization where everybody you have encountered with in that organization treats you the same way or presents you the same experience. And you kind of begin to wonder, is it the people they choose? What do they do that enables them to build such a, a strong culture? Because as an entrepreneur, one thing you want to be reminded of is that people don't buy products, people buy experience. So it's not so much about the product or the service that you're offering. It's the experience that people have as they interact with your product or service that makes them either come back or never come back.
you know we've all had those experiences where you have interfaced uh, a business a product or service and it wasn't even about the product the product was awesome but the person selling you uh, the product was awful and that in itself just changed your perspective so building a strong business culture begins with people because business is all about people and when we think about culture before you think about your external customer you want to think about the internal culture and just to remind you that culture is not what you do occasionally culture is what we do every day so there are habits there are patterns there are things that we do almost in autopilot things we do without thinking things we do without uh, so much reflection you kind of just do it because you know it's, it's part and parcel of who you are and that is one of the hardest things to build in people because people have grown up in different homes different environments so we're coming from different backgrounds where we kind of think and act in our own ways and here we are in a business here we are in an organization and as a team leader you want us to think and act exactly the same way so how do we go about that so the first thing you need to do uh, when we talk about building a strong business culture is to think about values and uh, one of the things I found very uh, interesting is the fact that oftentimes entrepreneurs are very focused on having a very uh, clear vision statement and mission statement and values for their businesses when they don't have values for themselves. It's interesting how many entrepreneurs don't know their core values. When you ask them what are your core values, they kind of just look all over the place and choose up a set of words that sound so good and that becomes their core values. So I believe that the values of the vision bearer should be emulated in the values of your business because at the end of the day, it comes from you as an entrepreneur. It comes from you as a vision bearer. So when we think about values of the business, I want you to first of all stop and ask yourself, what are my values as a person? As an entrepreneur, as a leader, what are those things that I embody? What are the things that I uphold? And when we talk about values, it's not the values that are written on the wall. It's what you do every day. A quick way to find uh, to discover your values is to think about three things. For one, we normally ask uh, moments where you felt uh, most successful or uh, most fulfilled or most satisfied, and then to ask yourself what was the value embedded in that experience. The second thing to uh, think about is moments where you felt so frustrated, so broken, so uh, agitated, so moved to a point where you wanted to do something. And then again, flip that situation and ask yourself, what was the value that was embedded in that situation? The third thing you can do is to look at the people that you admire, people that you uh, consider your biggest inspirations, your role models, and then to, again, ask what are the values that these people embody. And by looking at these three scenarios, the, the points where you felt most achieved and fulfilled, the points where you felt most agitated and broken, and the things that you admire in others, as you begin to put these sets of values together, you're going to see consistent patterns. You're going to see the things that cut through and that will be a window for you to understand what your core values are. And again, when you think about core values, think, think between three and five. Uh, why do we say three and five? Because you need to be able to remember them. If you can't remember them, then you can't embody them. And again, just like I said, uh, values is how we respond to situations. So when you know your personal values, it becomes so easy to think about what's the culture I want to build in my business or in my organization. And that culture needs to reflect you as a vision bearer in so many ways. Why that is important is because, uh, again, I said people don't do what is written on the wall. It's not the values that you set up in your office that are going to determine how people live and work and operate. It's what they see you do as a vision bearer. People are going to emulate you more than they are going to emulate the words written on the wall. It's one thing for you to say, um, 
time management is a value as a business and yet you as a vision bearer you as the entrepreneur you're consistently and perpetually led it's just a matter of time that your team members your customers your stakeholders are going to get used to that part of you that says ah when he says it's going to be at two it's going to be at three anyway so let's just continue with business as usual so no matter how much you keep saying time management is our value if you can't embody it as a leader, then the people you lead are not going to embody it. So the quickest way to build a strong business culture is to adopt values that you already embody because you'll be, it will be so easy for you to uh, model them. It is an autopilot. You don't struggle to do it. It's just who you are. And as your team members see you do it, they are going to emulate it and then they'll embrace it as a corporate value. So every time there is a a distinct gap between your personal values as a vision bearer and the values of your business, there's always going to be a gap or there's going to be always be a struggle in you trying to build a strong business culture. So align your personal values to your company values. And because when they are aligned, that brings me to my second point is that once the two are aligned, the second thing is you need to embody values. The culture of your business is birthed out of your values. It is not what you say you stand for. Like I said, it's what people experience when they come to your business. So how do you help people embody these values? Embodying the values means that people begin to live out these values without you supervising them, without you reminding them. Become, because when they're out there talking to clients and customers and different stakeholders, you're not always going to be there to remind them. But it needs to be so embedded in them. And so... Once the values are clear, you want to bring it down. Oftentimes, the vision bearer, the leaders, we kind of draft the mission and the vision and the core values and we kind of give it to people as they join the team. However, periodically, it's important as you do your onboarding, as you do your staff building, uh, team building, as you do your orientation to actually get people to have an input in understanding, in breaking down, in disseminating the values. So again, a thing that I normally do is to ask people, what does this value look like in your everyday operations? Now, the same value will look like will look different for people in different departments. So we may be talking about integrity. What integrity looks like for a customer uh, care service person is going to be different from what integrity looks like for a person in accounts. It's going to be different for what integrity will look like for a person in procurement because they are interfacing different dynamics of business. They are interfacing different challenges. They're probably interfacing different stakeholders at different parts of your value chain. So what it looks like for each of them is going to be different. And that's how they're going to interpret it. So for us to have a uniform way of doing things, we need to understand this single value of integrity and bring it to the context of our work to see what it will look like in my everyday operation. And when I understand that by default, even when you don't remind me, because we sat and talked about it as a department, as a team and said, hey, for us in customer care, integrity looks like this. For us in accounts, integrity looks like this. Then they begin to embody it. So helping people understand what this big value that you've written on your statement, on your profile, looks like in everyday operation, makes it easier for them to be able to embody the value, to run with it, to kind of live it out almost by uh, effortlessly as a default setting without you having to remind them. And then as a customer that interfaces with your business, I'll begin to see the same culture being played out by different players at the different parts of your value chain. And that is the joy of every entrepreneur. So 
first align your personal values with the company values two you as a leader you need to embody the values and then let help your team to embody the values in their everyday operations one of the challenges that we have as entrepreneurs is that sometimes we use these big words and i just put it there because it sounds nice it sounds great to you the business owner but the question is does it make sense to the person at the bottom of your pyramid in your value chain does it make sense to uh the getman does it make sense to the person that probably does production you know that works in the production unit because it needs to make sense for everyone and that will bring me to uh something uh my, my third point is that Sometimes why people don't embody these values, why people don't leave out uh, the values so we end up with a very weak uh, business culture is the fact that people don't understand the reason why. We kind of grew up in a culture where uh, a lot of things are not explained. Uh, when you look at our education system, uh, many times the teacher will tell you, uh, this is it. And uh, this generation is a little different, but the older but the older generations, we never asked a lot of why. You kind of just went along. When when your parents said sit down, you sit down without questioning. Well, this generation does question of why. Why should I do this? However, that kind of mi mindset also comes into the workplace. So when we're telling people uh, we need to keep time, it's your job, it's your mandate as a leader to explain why it's important. Show them how what they do in their department affects the big picture oftentimes people don't feel like I, I don't i don't see the point why because they don't see how it uh, affects them so two dynamics that you can you can help people understand the big why can be the monetary value how does this tie into our big uh, sales how does this tie into revenue because what i do i might be thinking I don't interface with a client. I don't even interface at the end of the value chain. So I'm thinking whatever I do doesn't matter. But when you show me what, how what I do here affects the end of the value chain, affects our total revenue, affects our, our total turnover, then I begin to understand. And then two is you need to show me how what I do affects my job security. Definitely everybody wants to have job security. So sometimes as leaders, we are so overwhelmed. We're so overworked. We're so uh, stressed out because we're trying to get everybody to do anything, everything that everything right. But we have not explained why. How people understand why it's important for them to do what they do and how that ties in to the overall performance of the company. One of the things as a team leader, as an entrepreneur, that you're going to have to help your team understand is the fact that it's not about you. When this business goes down, we all go home. If we don't make sales, we all don't have salaries. I, I'm not the only one that loses. We all lose. And so that helps your team to begin to work with you, to realize that this is not just your business. This is our business. If we don't work, we all go home. We're all out of jobs and we all suffer. And that understanding will help people kind of uh, be more self-driven be more uh, agile in the way they do their things in their different departments across the value chain and then the last thing uh, in building a strong culture probably you have the right values you have helped people embody them and you know you've articulated the why but if you have the wrong people in the right position you are going to struggle to get them to build a strong culture so when we talk about building a strong business culture you want to think about personalities. What is the kind of personality that I want to have in a team? Now, it doesn't mean that everybody on my team is going to have the same personality. But for example, I could look at departments and say for customer care, I need people who are 
uh, light-hearted. I need people who are young. I need people who are energetic, people who are happy. And I can begin to look for that right at the selection point. Because if I'm not naturally not a happy person, no matter how much you tell me to be happy and to smile and to be energetic, it, it's, it's not natural for me. Compared to someone who is maybe a sanguine naturally. I mean, it's going to be easy for them. They're not, they're not easily offended. They take things lightly. They are people, uh, they are people oriented. And so they'll thrive in that environment. So even as we uh, choose different people for the different departments, think about personalities. Because personalities have a huge play in how uh, people live and work on a daily basis. So think about the job role and think about what's the best personality fit for this particular department and then begin to identify those personalities right at the selection point as you're recruiting people begin to look for personalities that fit into the culture you want to model you want to build or you want to strengthen because then it's going to be easy it's easy to tell people to do the things that come naturally for them than to ask them to do things that are so contrary to who they are in terms of their personality. <coughs> Sorry. So, four things you need to do uh, in building a strong business culture. One is uh, align your personal values to company values. It starts with you as a leader. Number two, you need to embody the value again, starting with you and then helping people articulate what that value looks like in their everyday scenario so they can embody it as they go about their business. Number three, articulate the why. Help people understand why is this important and why should we keep doing these things? Why? Because it ties into the monetary value and their job security. And then number four, identify the personalities that you want it to build the culture even right at the selection. Because if you get the wrong people in, it's going to be so hard for you to try and remodel them a certain way compared to when you get the right people that naturally have this disposition because then it's easy to fine tune them to become excellent in particular uh, characteristics and mannerisms than when they, by default setting they don't have them. So building a strong business culture is something that every entrepreneur wants, that every leader desires, that even when you walk away, you can look back and say, I know my people can get this done. I know my people can, you know, speak the right way and speak a unified uh, uh, language and people can, you know, see this brand the same way no matter where we are. Because only then are you ready to scale. Only then are you ready to grow your business. Because as long as you cannot replicate a culture, you cannot replicate a system, that means your business is not scalable. So in, in preparing for scale you need to unify and uh, strengthen your business culture so that you can actually replicate it in the different branches or in the different branches that you begin to have as a business my name is Novelin Chirabo. You can follow me on social media at Novelin Chirabo or uh, on my website novelinchirabo.com. And so, as you build your business, there's a lot of resources, there's a lot of information out there. And I hope this has been very inspirational for you. Let's, let's keep the conversation going online. Have a great day and a great week, and God live richly bless you.